Would you make that real, Lord? We standing on. We standing on you. Would you clap your hands for those young people? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, man. Thank you, Aaron Rose. Could I have um, all the elders and pastors, please come forward, please. If you're an elder, one of the elders, pastors here, come forward. Staff, all the staff, you guys will come forward. I appreciate it. Quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I just want to honor. I just want to honor Rob Dennison just now. I don't know if y'all were paying attention. But he was on the floor. On his knees. Wiping up water. He's a pastor. That's a, that's a real pastor. Hello. Yeah, pray for the brother. I can't even get down that low. Pray for the brother. I'm losing my anointing, bro. That's you got to get down. You got to get down. You got to go low. Um, Aaron uh, contacted me to uh, talk about this gathering, and I made it clear to her, you know, I didn't really want you guys to do anything kind of celebrating me coming back today. Um, so I'm going to be coming back on May 19th and May 26th. Uh, but May 19th is probably do a little celebration and me also talk about the sabbatical and stuff like that today i wanted to be focused on the resurrection oh come on we got two people on the front like y'all glad y'all there. and my sweetie right there too we'll focus on the resurrection amen but there was i would be loco if i didn't have you all clap your hands for these people thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. And one missing. I know one missing. Toya, Toya somewhere. Toya somewhere. I told you. Oh, she all right, babe. All right. She's doing her thing. But um, it's been a year. Amen. It's been a year. Now I'm 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 good. It's been great for me, and it's been great for you all because that's how you grow. Amen. We got a couple other the, the elders that rolled off. Are y'all here? Shekinah, Amy Popo, and uh, thank y'all. Greg, Greg's here too. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I mean, again, what a what a time. So um, again, just want y'all to know I appreciate you guys. Give it up for him one more time. Amen. Praise God. All right, here's our reality, right? Here's our reality. We already been here. For some of y'all, a long time. For me, not that long, you know. You know, but we, we, you know, you know, we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to do the multicultural thing. See that? So some of us come from a culture, you know, you know, you keep the jank to like 45 minutes. So we, we way past that already. Others of us come from a culture, you try to keep it before the next day. You're just trying to finish. Come on, huh? Just, we, we just, 
Just so we leave before the next day. We, we good. And so and then we got all in between of all that goes. So go ahead and whisper to your neighbor. Say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> say this. Say this to him. Say, say if, if, you, if somehow you drop dead, say this. If somehow you drop dead, remember, it's Resurrection Sunday. Huh? That's right. I don't think the Lord would leave you there. He's going to raise you up to prove the point. You know, the other thing, you know, because sometimes we can't see all that's going on. But this is an amazing first Sunday back for me because stuff has happened that I didn't even know was going to happen. But the gentleman with the funny accent that baptized his granddaughter, that's my dad. I know you're probably saying, okay, what the heck? Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my spiritual father. Adopted me many, ah oh man, probably been around 15, 17 years ago. I was a spiritual orphan trying to find my, hey, what? Don't stop that, bro. Who is that? There you go. Yeah, don't do that. I was a spiritual orphan trying to find my way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a project, bro. You know, I'm telling you, man. I know that myself. Ask my pretty wife right here. I'm a project. Now, let me say this before I say some more about him. I, I do have something I'm like offended about today. You know, after a whole year on sabbatical, I come back with my wife, and she looks younger. You know, and I'm looking old. You know, somebody somebody literally said that, oh, Flash, you look so much younger. And I was like, they look, oh, hey, Don. So, wow, you know, what, you know what, what's up with that? But the Lord is working on the brother, Amen. Um, but I also want to thank God for, for Tony and his precious wife. Wave at us, Marilyn. His precious wife, my spiritual mom there. And then, um, <laughs> you know, great day. Y'all, y'all didn't know, man. For my whole other side of my family, Church of the Nations family, if you're a part of Church of the Nations, would you just stand for a second, please? I know y'all are really humble, but I'm asking y'all to do that. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much. Because um, Mia's father, Chris, um, uh, you know, lets me kind of serve him. And um, so it ends up, Mia's getting baptized. All of these are my families here. And I'm just blown away. But the other crazy part of my story is I also have people in my life that let me serve them as a spiritual father and a couple of them are here if you feel like i'm talking about you just go ahead if you don't feel like i'm talking about you but you know you see me that way would you stand please praise god anybody like that all right we got a few thank y'all all right all right great thank y'all good deal all right but i got a few of them that are like special and what i mean by that is that they're special so one of them one of my special ones this is, this is when we talk about being led by the Spirit. I called him this morning. This is Brother Eric Samuels. Eric, you stand, Eric lives all the way in Ashland. And um, we get blessed to spend hours and hours together in prayer. You can be seated, bro. I called him I called him this morning to say, hey, Eric, man, I just think it would be cool. Because um, Tony's, you know, Tony's going to be in the house. Tony also um, serves him. We got all kind of ways we serve each other. 
and, and Eric has really been blessed by Tony's ministry also. But when I called Eric, I said, hey, man, how you doing? What you doing? This is what he said. Hey, man, I just been hanging out with God, talking about the legal ramifications of the resurrection. This is how he spends his Sunday mornings, just chilling with God, talking about the legal ramifications of the resurrection. And I'm like, yes, we don't just go to some building. This is our life. This is our life. So I wanted uh, Tony, um, Eric, Chris Lee, um, if y'all would come, Alan Davis, Chris Yates, if y'all would just come, and we're gonna, I'm going to get a mic to Tony, but I want y'all to lay hands on me so that I don't go over like four hours, okay? Praise God. No, come on. Come on, Tony. Come on, seriously. I'm serious, serious about that. I want Tony to pray for us. Amen. Thank y'all, man. Amen. As Jesus would say, <laughs> this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Amen. It's wonderful, isn't it? Generations of spiritual fathers and sons trickle down. I knew Don before this fellowship was even birthed, really. Well, I knew him when I got birthed in his house, really, all those years back. It's wonderful, the journey. Last, sun, last um, Sunday, I was in Cape Town, South Africa, preaching in one of our churches down there. Ch- congregation, I guess, about twice as big as this. And they put a choir up on the stage. It was a special family celebration. And they sang this song about, I've got deep down in my soul a southern whatever it is, you know, an old tent choir deep down within me singing about the south of America and I was watching them up on the stage and I walked in here today and we had the choir, huh? We had what they were singing about and praying for we had it here today, so it was great. Don, we love you my friend let's pray as you enter back into life here and into the life of the church we just thank you for that anointing that rests upon your life Thank you for the way that you've walked your sabbatical in accountability and in submission and, and that you've walked it with a great desire to grow more and more like the king you serve. And Father, we come in the wonderful name of Jesus today and pray for Don and for Flo and the family. We just thank you for them and pray for that. Uh, that, that we just pray a Father's blessing upon Don afresh today. And God, may the resurrection power touch in this building today when we realize that what the resurrection, among many things, was all about was to reunite us with our Father. And Father, we thank you for that. May a spirit of fatherhood fall upon this congregation, upon Donna Fresh, Father, as he takes a step into the new now. And Father, we just bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Could you clap your hands for these brothers? Amen. Thank you all so much. You know, um, the Bible always says give honor to whom honor is due. And, you know, there's a couple of more people here that have just um, blessed my heart. Um, you know, through all this, a long, long time, you know, Bob and Brenda Vickers have, have oh, come on, give it up for Bob and Brenda. You all know them. 
I believe I have a, one of Florence's sisters, Lucetta, and her brother, Emmanuel, are here. If y'all would wave, give us, wave your hand out. I can see y'all, all right? I, you know, I found out Emmanuel has a, you know, he's, he's also known by Manny. Because y'all know Brother Tim, that's a part of what we do, right? Him and Emmanuel are friends. We just, I just found it out today. And so that was pretty cool. Then I have some other dear, dear friends that's been in my life for a long, long time. Um, and, want, and me and him share first names. Donald and Audrey Hopkins. If y'all give a wave out, I appreciate that. Thank y'all so much for being here. And then kind of finally, um, he totally is not going to expect this. Um, when, we, when you talk about, you know, I've, I've been blessed to also live in a roles in the church at Richmond where I've, you know, served with the larger body of Christ. You guys know I served on the school board. Of course, when I did all that stuff, I was doing it as unto the Lord. Somebody say, Amen. And um, I've also done a lot of work around reconciliation amongst within the local gatherings of believers that we need to cross all these barriers. And um, so today is an exciting day for me that we hear these things continue to fight for that because in the midst of it, it's hard. Come on now, go ahead and hunt your neighbor and say, yeah, sometime we can get on each other's nerves. Amen. That's real. But a pioneer in this city who, who went after crossing barriers and all of that is David Bailey's dad, Emmett Bailey. And I did not know Emmett was going to be here, but I just want to honor him because he definitely, yeah, yeah. Yep. When I when I look back on some of the stuff that I've done in Richmond, it was because Emmett opened the doors where people begin to break down barriers and recognize if we don't figure out how to do this together, it ain't gonna get done. And ladies and gentlemen, we're still working at it. All right, so I'm stalling, right? Because I'm trying to. I mean, honestly, I don't want to. I only want to do what I believe the lord is telling me to do because what you what you expect somebody have been gone for a whole year i mean you know what i'm saying that's just dangerous to give me the mic i mean it's like i mean i, I think aaron was probably like yeah we maybe should have picked another sunday but it's too late now and um but i want to i want to honor god amen i want to honor god and i don't want to press people beyond their capacity amen so let me pray father thank you so much now Again, we were just sang that song that I requested. And so I believe the Spirit has already been at work. And as I often say, you know, sometimes preaching can be overrated. And sometimes we even get too familiar with preaching. When the Word of God declares, be ye doers of the Word and not hearers only. So Lord, help me um, just say what you release me to say today in these next few moments. Deliver me, you know, again, from my desire to preach. And um, just let me say what you want me to say. In Jesus' name, amen. So the first the first thing I need you to do now is this. Just close your eyes for a second. And if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, praise God. If you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, praise God. Because what I want you to do, what I want us to do together in this place now is imagine it's a few days or even a few weeks after the actual resurrection or maybe even a few years. And this young reality 
that was birthed after the day of Pentecost, known to many as a church, known to Don Coleman now as the Ecclesia, trying to figure it out. There is no Bible. As best, there are parchments that are being passed around and we're in homes reading. And so today, I'm actually going to just read, first start off with just reading from Matthew chapter 28. You can open your eyes now. From Matthew chapter 28. And let's believe what the Lord would say to us in this. Go ahead, you can go back to that slide, though. I like that. I told you the first. Could somebody read that? If you can read, read that. Everybody can read, read that. Next slide. Matthew 28, 28. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and, and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Who was supposed to have been in that tomb? Okay, this is just making sure we, we're on the same page. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. And for fear of him, the gods trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. Next slide. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, greetings. Now pause right there. As of today, this is not a story. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I want you to, you got to embrace that. You got to embrace, this is, this is real. This really happened. This really happened. And we believe this stuff. When's the last time you told somebody about this? That wasn't a Christian. You see, that's our challenge. That's how I see. Now, in here, we can tell the Bible stories. This is not a Bible story. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you believe this actually happened. I hope. So here we go. This is, this is, man, I was reading this. I've listened to this so many times I can't remember. I've got the like audio Bible, you know, like I'm up to speed. I'm like, yeah, Don is, you know, technology sound, man. He's listening to the Bible. Yeah, listen to the Bible. But even while I was doing that, any young people in the house, you call yourself a young person? Anybody like that? Any of y'all got them pods? I, what you call them things? Uh-huh. What you listening to? Are you listening to the Bible? If you took a chart of what you listen to, how much would the word of God end up on that chart? You know what, Pastor Don? You can go back on sabbatical. That's right. That's right, bro. You can go on back on sabbatical, bro. Don't you come up in here with that, messing with what I'm listening to. Come on, man. Come on. Look, look. Jesus was crucified. He was crucified. I'd like to take the passion. Again, I'm, I'm still behind because I still look at DVDs. Pray for the brother. But I put it in my DVD player and I just like to rewind it, the beat down. 
and say, I know I'm not living strong enough for him to have to go through that. And I'm not going to let myself off the hook. I'm going to watch it and then I'm going to cry and I'm going to be convicted and say, God, help my unbelief. So, Pastor Don's back, man. That dude is back. Golly, Craig J. Uh, so they departed from the tomb with fear and great joy. They departed from the tomb with fear and great joy. Here's one of the things I want you to get aware of if you're going to believe in this resurrection. You see the fear and great joy. Ladies and gentlemen, that sounds crazy. How do you have fear and joy? That doesn't compute with American brains. But that's the reality. We can be in this thing and fear. The fear is talking about an awe of God. Do you have an awe of God? Or is God like, you know, your errand boy? When I got problems, Jesus solved my problems. Jesus solved my problems. And do you have some joy? How many of y'all got to go to work tomorrow? Tell the truth. Don't try to be scared now because you know I'm actually do something crazy. That's right. Would you go to work tomorrow and be so joyful that somebody asks you, well, what happened to you yesterday? And you go ahead and just say, you know what? <laughs> Man, you know what yesterday, do you know what yesterday was? It's when we celebrate to another, we put an emphasis on the celebration of my Lord and Savior who was, who was crucified, buried, and he rose from the dead, and he's alive right now, and he's right here standing here inside of me talking to you through me. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is he saying? He's saying what I'm saying. Because I only do what he tells me to do. And I'm, he told me to talk to you, and I'm talking to you now. He's saying, you know what, Pastor Don? For real? If we don't get that real, you know what this is going to be? We're going to keep pretending. I'm done. Y'all let me go away for a whole year. Done. 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 Yep. Talk to the elders. Praise God. (laughs) Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And behold, Jesus met them. Jesus met them and said greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. While they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers. And this is what they told them. Tell people. His disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes into the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, what did they do? And when they saw him, what did they do? Was the last time you seen Jesus? Was the last time you seen Jesus? Because let me work you. If you can't see in the invisible, you're tricking yourself. Because the only way you see anything else, you have to look through the invisible. Okay, I got I got a, I got a weak amen over here, but I did give one. Huh? I got one though. I got one though. Now let me work you. Let me work you, ladies and gentlemen. Let me work you a little bit. We've dumbed our relationship with God down to our understanding. That's why we're not seeing him manifest himself as God like he wants to because we limit him to our understanding. When Proverbs makes it clear, lean not to thine own understanding. We rationalize that to mean, well, you know, that kind of means when I don't understand something. No, period. Don't trust your understanding. Now, check this. God can use a donkey. 
So he can use your understanding. Go ahead and clap your hands. Whoo, golly. <laughs> He'll use your understanding. He just don't want you to exalt it when he's telling you something that you don't understand. He don't want you to exalt. Well, I don't understand that. God is like, so what? Because another place he said, let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. God can open up your understanding if you let him by stop making him be bound to what you can figure out. Yeah, I heard you. You know, you, you, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're saying all that. I know who it is too. <laughs> Them the ones gonna get work next week. You know what I'm saying? Get work. All right, here we go. Look, look. I'm, I promise you. I promise you. Tomorrow won't be here soon enough. Amen. Praise God. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. Ladies and gentlemen, will you do that? Will you worship Jesus? Will you worship Jesus? Will you worship him with your life? He said he'll never leave you and forsake you. So when should you be worshiping Jesus? Uh huh. No, no. I'm sorry. Come on now. For real. All the time. You, you talking about like, you know, let me, let me pick a store. For some of us, Walmart. For some of us, Tajay. When you're up in that gym. Look, you're supposed to be worshiping, supposed to be worshiping Jesus. I mean, you mean in the line, Pastor Don? Yeah, yeah, you paying attention to Jesus. You're listening to Jesus. You're hoping, you're hoping and praying, Jesus, do something crazy up in here. Or are you so focused on your, you know, your little, whatever you buy, your groceries, which now you need to be going to the market at 25th. I'm just letting you know. You say you for this place, we got to do it, y'all. Market at 25th, open it up next week, roll your butt up in there with the big checks y'all got. Roll them in there. All right. That's right. That's what Pastor Don, he preached all over the place. Where is that up here? That ain't even on here nowhere. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Go ahead and hunt your neighbor. Go ahead and hunt your neighbor. Here's Jesus resurrected from the dead, talking to them, and some doubted. So, look, look. Just don't, don't be, don't worry about me yelling and screaming at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to young people, all this, acting like he all serious about this. Hit these people right, I mean, he's right there. And some doubt it. You don't get a pass, but you don't have to kill yourself either. You do have to die to yourself though. And recognize, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this resurrection real to me? Is this resurrection real to me? Am I living in a way that, that I'm unashamed to talk about the resurrection? Again, when you go to work tomorrow, somebody says, hey, how was your Sunday? Go ahead, don't go, go. They invited you. You know what? I'm telling you right now. You can write it down. This is prophetic. It's going to happen to so many of y'all, y'all going to be scared. People that you never thought would say, hey, how was your Sunday? And you're going like, oh my God, I got to talk about the resurrection. Come on now. Come on. Imagine what could happen. You speak of the resurrection to somebody and they get... Born again. Boom. Like you. Jesus come and meet him. Why? Because he said, I'm just waiting for you to give me the invitation. You keep acting like you're ashamed of me. They just want to know that you really believe what you say you believe. They want to know that it's bigger than you going to a building, you know, like you're sneaking out somewhere on Sundays at four. And you're hiding up in there. At least we got the doors open. Get a praise to the people that got the doors open. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Somebody got a clock here. What time is it? Really? I'm serious. Oh, Lord, 536. All right. Okay, Don, come on, Lord, help me out here. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Ladies and gentlemen, who's in charge? Go ahead. Who's in charge? Who's in charge? We respect the president. We respect city council. We respect school board. We respect Because all the authorities that be are ordained to God. Now, I know some of y'all don't like that, but it's in the Bible. 
<laughs> See, you got to be really serious about God to understand God allows stuff that you and me don't like. He does. He allows stuff me you don't like. I bet with some people didn't want me to be the chairman of the school board. <laughs> and I said, the Lord allowed it, bro. Back up all for me. But at some point, at some point, we as the people of God, can I, I hope you can hear me. I hope you can hear me. Jesus is in charge. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Right, let me ask you this. Any racism in heaven? Oh, Pastor Don, why you go there, bro? Okay. Huh? No racism in heaven. Come on, y'all. Come on, people. That's why we got to see Jesus. And we got to see him to a whole nother level. Just an announcement in case you were uh, you thought this. All authority. Now, I, I, I went to VCU. Graduated from Armstrong High School. And I got a major definition for all. This is it. All means... Anybody else go with the one I go with? All means. <laughs> Ain't that brilliant? That's all to me. All means all. So stop tripping. Trying to figure out another definition for it. No, all means all. All authority. All authority has been given to Jesus Christ. So whenever you're bucking against authority, uh-oh, work that young people. Come on, young people. I know. I know. Y'all get the buck because as older people, we messed up stuff. I know. I understand. Sorry. You're bucking against Jesus. And what you do with horrible authority that you don't appreciate, get away from it. <laughs> but if you're going to be around it, you got to trust Jesus. <sighs> Great day. That's not up there either. Yes, it is. It's right there. And all authority in heaven and on earth, just in case, you know, you want, you want, you want Jesus' authority to be on Mars. No, it's right here. On earth, heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all ethnos, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. He's no respecter of persons. So if he was with those disciples, guess who else he's with? Who do you think? Come on, bro, work with me. You're up on the front row, sit in the back if you don't want me to look at you. Oh, come on. No, I'm te- this is my, this, man, this is this brother. A faithful brother, man. He can take it, right? Come on, man. Come on now. We got to keep it R-E-A-L, baby. This going to church stuff, it, it ain't working, man. The world is in desperate need for a living Savior. Now, here we go. Everybody clap your hands for my man over here, Sir Drew G. He on the slides. They told me, no, you know I know your name. I'm having a br- Shaquem, you know. Shaquem. All right, Shaquem, you got to work with me. You got to work with me. We're going to rock and roll. If you good on the slides, we're going to get the people out of here and get the choir up here for one more song and you know all that good stuff. People touching, you say, praise God, praise God. All right, here we go, here we go. Boom, go ahead, next slide, next slide. Martha whoa, there we go. John 11, here we go. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give it to you. Do you have that kind of faith in Jesus? Do you have that kind of faith in Jesus? The other thing that God has done to me on this sabbatical is every time I read the Bible now, it's with an expectation that I'm trying to figure out how does this fit into my context right now. I'm not reading this to go, oh, that was cute for Martha to do that. No, I'm reading it like, okay, Don, how do you live this way? 
Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Now, this is before his death, burial, and resurrection. Now, give you a time frame. This is before all that. Listen, look at this. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again. Great. Hey, Martha won't play. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm with you, Jesus. I'm with you. Day, I know he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. You see, my friend, let me work you because this is hard. What I'm about to say is real hard. But I saw it by revelation, so don't panic. <laughs> Great, that is hard. If you're ashamed of the resurrection, you're ashamed of Jesus. If you're ashamed to talk about the resurrection, you're ashamed of Jesus. Why? Why is that? Anybody want to take a shot at that? Why could that be a true statement? Because he said, I am the resurrection. See, sometimes you can use your brilliance, and that's when y'all don't want to use it. Like, oh, yeah, what are you darn talking about? No, that was real clear. He said that I am the resurrection. So if you're ashamed of the resurrection, you're ashamed of Jesus. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm talking about, I've seen it by revelation. This could cause a revolution. I challenge you to go back and read the New Testament now and see how often they talk about the resurrection. How often they talk about he's risen. And then look at your life and say, how much do I talk about it? Mm, I think we just became a Presbyterian church. That's right. Yeah, all that loudness to calm down up in here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> Come on, man. I am the resurrection and the life. Work that. Work that. Work that. How many of you thought you were alive today? You, you really think you're alive? You really think you got life? Then what you much have? Uh-huh. Yes, right. You owe me like a thousand dollars. At least cut it off. There you go. Praise God. Look, look. No, I'm serious. This is real serious. If you've got life, you must have. Oh, great. If you've got life, you must have. If you've got life, you must have. For those of us who are followers of Jesus, that's also what we got to give away to people. The life that I now live is not because I'm breathing air anymore. That's not why I'm alive. I'm alive because I have a revelation of Jesus Christ. John 17, 3 says it this way. This is life eternal. To know you, the only true and living God, and your son, Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. When the last time you told somebody that? over lunch and you pay for their lunch and they'd be like wow why are you paying for that i still got something i want to tell you what was that i just want you to know man i know you think i'm alive because i'm right here talking to you that's actually not the case right there they shook up right there you've been eating some looney too and then you break it down to them i'm only alive because of jesus christ Uh, let me say something to you friend when that actually becomes reality to you to me, our world won't be the same. Our world won't be the same. But as long as we keep Jesus in the safe box of what we can explain and understand, we won't see the kind of power that we desire. All right, here we go. Uh, verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me, anybody alive today? Anybody alive today? Raise your hand if you're alive. Okay, thank you very much. Now look at what this says. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. <laughs> See that? Set you up. Do you believe this? Let me tell you something, man. I wish I could meet Martha. Martha won't plan. Martha says, 
Hello? Yes, Lord. But check what she said. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who has come into the world. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe that if you believe that, you got to talk more about the resurrection? How many of you today, you want to close your eyes and ask God to help you be unashamed of the resurrection? You go ahead and do that however you choose to do it. You go ahead. I'm going to give you a moment in that. Aaron, what's supposed to happen when I finish? Okay, could, could, could y'all go ahead up there? That'll make me finish quicker. All right. I want everybody else to take a moment now. Do some business with God. Real simple. If you're a follower of Jesus, and you're saying that you're not ashamed of Jesus, how could you be ashamed of the resurrection? In one way, you can prove to your humanity that you're not ashamed of the resurrection is to talk to people about the resurrection. Well, Pastor Don, if I talk to people about the resurrection, they might think I'm crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, let me, if you're a Christian, let me give you a newsflash. They already think you're crazy. Yeah, that's, that's right. What's killing you is lukewarmness. That's what's killing us. We can come in here and we can be bold about Jesus. But outside of here, we, you know, we got to be calculated so people don't think we're crazy. I don't want to look like a fool for Jesus. Imagine if Jesus, right up until they were about to give him the beat down, he went, you know, like, you know what? I got all power. I don't have to do this beat down thing. Especially not for Don Coleman. You know, I, I, I kind of think about it for Florence, but Don, no, no, no. I mean, imagine if Jesus had went like that. Like, yeah, I, I ain't doing this. The wages of sin is death. For, is death. I, haven't, I haven't sinned. But we're ashamed of the resurrection. Now, come on. Come on, somebody come with me. And say, no more. I'm going to talk about the resurrection. I'm going to talk about Jesus. Next slide, please, quickly. No, no, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step, step aside a little bit there, sweetie. Go ahead. The musicians, I'm waiting for the musicians. Where are the musicians? Oh, they're up there too. I'm sorry. Look at that. All right, 25, 25. Sugar plum, sugar plum in the middle. You, you, yeah, yeah. That way, that way. Go that way, yeah. There you, go, there you go, there you go, there you go. There you go, thank you. Jesus said to her, everybody read this. Next slide, boom, let's roll, let's roll. There you go. Jesus declares, I am the resurrection. The resurrection is a person, our king, our savior, Jesus Christ. The resurrection is a, one more time. Next slide, real quick, boom. No, that's a lot right there. That's a whole lot. All right, let me see what I want to say out of this. It's something I really wanted to say. Woo! Come on, y'all got to be like the Apostle Paul. This is what Apostle Paul said. I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. You know what? You know what? In our, in our context, in our context, let me work you. This is real hard. I'm about to say. So you got to be able to put it within context. Paul was looking at losing stuff. We got to lose this. We got to lose our overemphasizing our ability to reason. We got to we got to bring that under the revelation of God. You ain't got to throw it all out. You just got to make sure it never supersedes when God shows you revelation. Like today, God is showing us revelation that we need to talk about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The spirit of reasoning, when you walk out that door, is going to tell you, no, God don't mean that all the time. Because everybody don't under, wouldn't understand that. 
So you've got to, you know, you, you got to wait your moments. You got, you know, don't, don't, that's him. Come on. That's the spirit of putting your understanding higher than revelation. God has spoken revelation in here today that the resurrection is a person. So if you are ashamed of the resurrection, you are ashamed of Jesus. If you are ashamed of Jesus, you are ashamed of your savior. If you are ashamed of your savior, that's not good. I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. Anybody willing to try that in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him? Let me zoom down because this is the point I was making, verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And then go ahead. Aisha told the next part and the fellowship of his sufferings. I know, I know God is still growing all of us. And identifying with the fellowship of his sufferings. Especially if we choose to suffer. And part of how we choose to suffer is to look foolish in the sight of earthly wisdom. The resurrection, talking about the resurrection, is going to require you to suffer. Especially if you've got intellectual friends that you're trying to impress. And the only reason you're still trying to impress them is because you've underestimated the one that was so impressed by you that he died for you. He so wanted you. That's how valuable you are. But, but the, we keep missing it. That while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Father God, I thank you now for what you're doing. Go ahead, next slide. Just fly, flow through those slides. Come on, young man. Oh, whoa, go back to that one. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preach to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. Next one. Go ahead, go ahead. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Next one. Next one. And I'm done. So here's Jesus. This is before the resurrection. But he's trying to drop some knowledge on him. And he said, well, who do you say that I am? He's standing right there, just like me, standing right here, talking to you. My friend, how would you feel if I said, well, who am I to you? How would you feel? Who am I? Who am I, bro? You, you pass it on. You pass it on. <laughs> yeah, you're nervous, too. He's nervous. I mean, because it just seems seem foolish. Why, why are you asking me that? And I'm, you know, we right here. And them dudes have been walking with him for a little minute. Peter said, I wonder if the rest of them even say anything. They were so nervous, they probably didn't say anything. But Peter, with his big mouth, as usual, you are the Christ, son of the living God. And this is it right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we're going. If you want to figure out what happened to Pastor Don on the sabbatical, this is part of it right here. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, but my prayer for you today is that your name could go right there, that Jesus could say that to you, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Have you had a revelation of Jesus? Have you had a revelation of the resurrection? So Father, we thank you today. for the privilege of sharing the word with your people today and now it's nobody's going to have to wonder well, wonder what Pastor Don was talking about today 
At least this is not one of those Sundays. It's pretty clear. The resurrection. We are the people of the resurrection. We are the people of Jesus. Because the resurrection is a person, Jesus Christ. We are not to be ashamed of Jesus, therefore we are not to be ashamed of the resurrection. Lord, let a revolution happen now. That from this place, we'll come back on future gatherings and people will come and come up here and testify. Yeah, I met Jesus because Bobo Majojo talked to me about the resurrection. And I got a revelation of Jesus Christ. Or maybe you say that was... Florence Coleman talked to me about the resurrection and I got a revelation of Jesus Christ or Lawson or Ramesh talked to me about the resurrection and I had a revelation of Jesus Christ. Whoever is here today, could it be you? Could you speak to someone about the resurrection? And they then get a revelation of Jesus Christ from the Father. Because flesh and blood can't actually revealed, reveal who Jesus is. You see, my friend, we've been working too hard at evangelism because we've been depending on ourselves to, to get it, the message in such a way that people can, we can articulate it and they can count the four spiritual laws and reason it out and verses flesh and blood have not revealed that unto you but my father in heaven so lord we honor you today thank you so much in jesus name amen touch the person beside you and say would you pray for pastor don and don't you say nothing about he preached too long don't you say that don't you say that you said it don't do that i'm gonna ask let's just stay in this moment um we're going to have a song of response I'm going to ask the prayer team if they could come to their positions. It is crowded along the walls. So there might be one right there. and But I'm going to ask them to come up to the front right here. Um, and if you want to receive prayer, if you feel the spirit working in your heart, there's sort of like a burning going on in your chest. Um, please come up here with one of our prayer ministers and receive prayer. Have them touch and agree with you. If you do not know the Lord today, but you want to make a, a decision to walk in the newness of life. This is your opportunity. You can come and be a part, be born again into the kingdom of God. Now is the time. We have a rhythm of everyone in this body that calls this place home of coming up and receiving prayer with our prayer team because we all have a need. It's not just for people who are broken. Actually, it is just for people who are broken. We're all broken. So there's all something and where we need uh, our faith joined with the faith of another believer. So um, walk in the boldness of who Christ is calling you to be um, and come. You were the word at the beginning one with Your hidden glory in creation Now revealing you are Christ What a beautiful 
beautiful name is the name of Jesus Christ my King what a beautiful name it is nothing compares to this praise God while I was uh, sitting there felt the Lord revealed to me I'm doing this next song or before whatever there's somebody here or maybe multiple people here you got something in your life that just seems like this 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 isn't it's impossible this isn't gonna turn around and you've spent a lot of time praying about it struggling with it like I just don't see any way this is gonna turn around I felt like what the Lord said to me is if you would just come to this altar and meet with him he's gonna meet with you and Jesus is Jesus is the resurrection so if you got something in your life that you feel like man this is like dead he's the God of the resurrection and my friend here you know again I was gone but my friend here if you want to if you want to know that he's the God of the resurrection you talk to this young man you talk to this young man he was near death and you see him standing right here looking handsome because of the God of the resurrection there's another brother that's a doctor here John Ha you put them two together and you'll know that we're not making this up there was a God of the resurrection amen bless you brother thank you so much you're good All right. All right. would you give it up for these young people up here singing songs for us and leading us in song amen and so praise God Alright, would y'all please rise in body and spirit one more time. We sold out in here, y'all. Through the fire, I come through the rain. 
is fit. My mind. No room, no As you go, put a chair up on the rack with your service in that way. Only the chairs that look like this, those other chairs will take them.